today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Well, we know how difficult home ownership these days is for just about everybody, not just people trying to get into the market, but try to maintain what they've got too. And when you see a project going forward that you're interested in uh, and you want to jump in there and uh, put the money down and say, okay, you know, as soon as it gets built, we want to get in there. Uh, it can be very distressing when you find out, first of all, that there are going to be delays. And second of all, when, in the case of this particular instance, uh, a developer comes back and says, uh, I'm going to cancel the deal. Sorry, you're not going to get the place. Unless you kick in another 100000 bucks, And that's what happened to some people that uh, were in what they caught, thought was the pre-construction stage uh, of a condo development up in Barrie. Uh, and it's happening, and uh, it's very frustrating, which begs the question, of course, uh, well, what rights do consumers, home buyers, have in situations like that? And uh, what kind of choices do they have? And uh, are builders basically within their rights uh, to do something like that if they find that uh, the price is going up or if they feel that the delays have just been too long? Try to get some clarity to this. We're pleased to welcome our next guest to the program. Wendy Moyer Aitchison is the CEO and registrar of the Home Construction Regulatory Authority. Uh, and, and first of all, Wendy, thanks for joining us on the program. Glad you had some time for us today. Oh, thanks so much for having me, Bill. How are you? I'm doing fine. I'm not involved in the Barry project, uh, thankfully, uh, but we've heard of, of variations on this theme. Uh, and, and this is a story, of course, that jumped out at us because of what's going on. And I can I can feel uh, for both sides in this, and I'm not I'm not trying to sit on the fence on this one because as a as a consumer, you hear about a story like this one, and you say, "Oh my God, how can people come up with another hundred grand? This is their dream to finally get a place." And it looks in some situations like it's not going to happen. But I'm trying to balance that against the reality that we know that the pandemic has screwed up just about everything now, including construction and construction costs. What, what's your assessment from what you know about this particular situation so far? Well, yes. I mean, and I can't talk about this particular situation, but we have had um, some complaints uh, of this nature at uh, the Home Construction Regulatory Authority, or the HCRA, as we call it for short. And um, we really are concerned about the conduct and manner in which uh, builders in, are engaging with consumers. Um, as you say, you can imagine that with COVID and the supply chain disruptions that we're all hearing about, there have been legitimate cost increases in a project. And you might think that developers should just absorb the risk, and actually many of them do. Um, however, there are clauses in their contracts that allow developers to cancel pre-sale contracts for a variety of reasons, one being that they don't have enough finances to go ahead with it. Um, but whether it's legal or not at the HCRI, we're also concerned about whether it's ethical and whether the consumers are being treated fairly. Um, the complaints um, that we've been looking at that are similar to this, I would want to know whether it seems as if the issue of rising costs were legitimate or whether it seems the developer was just trying to get, uh, gouge the consumer in order to gain uh, a piece of the rising equity. And, of course, we also want to look at how they were treated throughout the pro process. And, and I understand. They're in a vulnerable position, right? They need sure. Oh, absolutely they are. Treated fairly, yeah. Yeah, and we, we've seen that happen. I mean, I, I've told our listeners about the, my, our example, I guess, about a year or so. Well, last summer. Actually, it, goes, it predates that. And we wanted to get a deck extension put into our place here in Ancaster. Got an estimate on it based on, you know, what was going on and went through all the proper channels to get all the, 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 the okays I had to get from different places. And by the time we got back to it, uh, the price had almost doubled, actually a little more than double. And I thought, what the heck? But it was the price of lumber. And I said, okay, I get that because, I mean, we that was pretty evident. We all knew that the price of lumber had skyrocketed. And, of course, it's going to impact. And I wouldn't expect, uh, in this case, the builder to absorb that totally. Uh, 
Uh, and you multiply that times however many units they're building at this condo. And I can understand, uh, in principle anyway, uh, the developer, uh, you know, feeling some angst about what's going on here. But I, I guess it does go back, Wendy, to, to the, one of the issues you raised a second ago there. What right does the, the does the homeowner, the person that put the down payment down and is expecting to have some accommodation here, when something like this happens, what process would you like to see happen in situations very similar to this? And again, I, we won't talk specifically about the Barry situation because I think there's some litigation involved in that. But I'm glad you brought up the point that there's happening variations on this theme are happening in other places as well. Yes, they are. And, um, you know, I, don't, I wouldn't go as far to say that it's a trend yet, but we certainly have had a handful of complaints and we would encourage um, consumers in a similar situation um, if they think they are being treated unfairly to um, file a complaint with, with the uh, HCRA. Uh, but but uh, to your question, uh, what are buyers' rights? Um, they So the, there are a number of contracts, contractual provisions. They really need to, um, I think, get a lawyer ideally to take a look at them it can be pretty complicated but they do have some rights around delays they have some rights around cancellation and um, depending on the situation they might be able to file for compensation they're certainly entitled entitled to their deposit back with interest um, and any other expenses that they've made in terms of upgrades paying for upgrades that sort of thing they'd be able to get those back as far as being able to um, sort of force the contract again they would need to talk to a lawyer about that but they may have options in that regard as well yeah i know we're getting into but, legal layers of real estate law and, and things of this nature as well and and, and this is a condo project this, that would caught everybody's attention here but this could be happening with single family uh developments as well you know residential uh, neighborhoods that are being constructed at the same time there are a couple of things i guess that yeah. we can state off the top though wendy I mean, we do know that costs have gone up because of the pandemic uh, labor costs, possibly in some situations, it's hard to get tradespeople now for some projects. We all understand that. Uh, I guess yeah. the determination that, that the, the consumer, the home builder in, in this particular case, uh, would have to, to be able to, to ascertain is are those legitimate increases, and and you know, are you okay to you know to, to be able to absorb those? I have those pass on to the consumer. Um, you, you wouldn't like to think that anybody's going to use a situation like a pandemic to gouge. But is there any barometer, any 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 way for the, for the determination to be made that these are legitimate increases? Yeah, I mean we can um, certainly we can ask the questions as a as the regulator um, and see if there's information there. I mean, one of the kind of <laughs> ways you can tell if you're being treated fairly as a consumer is how transparent is your de- developer being about these costs. Um, I mean, if they were legitimate costs, they should be able to have some um, some proof of that. And, well, and that may vary from location to location, wouldn't it? I mean, different different cities and towns have have different environments uh, vis-a-vis, you know, availability of labor, et cetera. I mean, you know, if you're building a condo, for instance, or a house, for that matter, uh, you, you've got trades that are going to have to be involved in this. I mean, you know, the, the person you sign the contract with isn't the one that's going to get up there with the tool belt on and start building everything. You know, there's so many other but, contractors and, and specialists that are going to get in there. Are they available? And what are their rates like? Uh, and and what about that? right. What about that? That though, if there if there's going to be an increase like that, Wendy, is is it is it fair for the the consumer to expect the builder to absorb those increased costs, or should there be a discussion about hey, uh, things have changed since you signed this contract a year ago? Let's ha- let's talk about this. 
Well, that would be absolutely ideal, Bill, and that's uh, what we would like to see uh, builders do is have that discussion, a fair discussion about maybe a, um, splitting those risks. Uh, maybe it doesn't have to be the builder absorbing all the risks and the, or the consumer um, absorbing all the risks. Uh, maybe they can have that discussion in a fair rene- renegotiation uh, based on what's possible instead of, you know, these um, these short deadlines. Short deadlines also put pressure on the consumer as well um, and, and no options. Like we want to see developers giving consumers options in a fair and transparent manner. That would uh, be in keeping with the code of ethics that came in place this year for all builders and developers. And you're right, in a perfect world, I guess we'd all like to see that. It doesn't always happen. And and nothing is as extreme as maybe what happened in in the situation in Barrie, Wendy, but I think we've all heard stories about somebody who pays, for instance, a pre-construction cost and and then, you know, is, is, you know, driving over to the site or trying to contact them. Hey, what's going on? You said this was going to be built in June and it's already August. Uh, you know, instead of instead of having that level of frustration, uh, a conversation somewhere earlier than that to say, hey, you know what? I'm having trouble getting trades in here. Uh, we're doing what we can. Or, you know, in the case of what we saw, for instance, with lumber, uh, it wasn't just the price that went up. It was the supply that went up. And we already know that there are supply issues with a lot of stuff right now. But rather than leave the, the consumer in the dark like that, to have a conversation like that might at least enlighten the consumer that, look, there's a problem here that may require us a, a joint solution. Yeah, there's no legality to have that. I mean, there's no legal requirement to have the conversation. But in terms of being an ethical and fair, honest builder, you would expect them to have those conversations. And those are the conversations we're having with the builders and developers. We've issued an advisory, uh, which is on our website, um, uh, regarding our expectations to the builders that consumers can also see. And, um, you know, we recently had a Code of Ethics webinar, uh, webinar where we talked about this exact example uh, to the attendees and what our expectations were around treating consumers fairly. What kind of feedback did you get on that? Well, most of the feedback that I've got from builders and developers is that they completely agree and that they would never actually, <laughs> they would never actually um, seem to be gouging the um, consumer or putting all the risk on the consumer themselves. So that's that's the good news, is that mm-hmm. uh, hopefully it is not um, widespread, but we're definitely seeing a handful of folks uh, that are doing, that seem to be um, uh, doing this and uh, looking into it, looking into the complaints that we have. And, and, and that's good news. That's good to know. Because uh, you'd like to think that, I, I hate to use the term, uh, you know, self-policing in situations like this, because then you're going to say, well, who's going to make the rules up? Uh, you don't always want, you know, the heavy hand of government to come in and say, okay, these are going to be the rules and regulations, which what they want to do from time to time if they find that there are blatant examples here where somebody's being disadvantaged. But uh, this is this is not a new phenomenon, but it's I guess it's like so many other things, Wendy, that we've talked about over the last two years now. It's a problem that may have existed before in, in a small way, that's been exacerbated by the pandemic and some of the things that uh, and the uh, you know the, the pressures that the, the pandemic itself has put on while well, this particular industry, the home building industry. Yeah, that's right. You're absolutely right, Bill. The um, the pandemic has exacerbated it. Um, delays um, were common, not uncommon, at least uh, on uh, pre-sale condos. Um, there's different things that come along that might delay and, you know, the contracts allow for that, a certain amount of delay. Um, but these uh, pandemics 
floods, fires, that sort of thing. Those are all what you'd be called unavoidable delays. And um, some of the, these uh, delays are happening more often because of it. And, of course, the the house prices are still rising, as you say. So yeah, um, there's a loss of equity when people can't get into the market. There's a potential loss of equity there as well, which uh, um, just rubs salt into the wound, right? Yeah, you're right. And by the way, I should mention for people that aren't familiar with the example that we used here about the condo development up in Barrie uh, that spawned this conversation, I guess, in a lot of circles. My understanding is that uh, the, the developer did offer full refunds to the people that uh, that uh, were going to be disadvantaged by this. So they were given that option. If you, if you didn't want to or do, couldn't afford the extra hundred grand that they were talking about here, uh, you got your money back. But uh, that's that's of little consequence, I guess, if you don't have a roof over your head. So you're still concerned about that. And where's the next project going to come from? Does this change, do you think, Wendy, the the way that the, the, these agreements are going to be crafted in the future? I mean, is, are consumers going to be more aware of this and, and, and ask for some of these, these clauses or some of these things to be explained in the contract instead of just saying, oh, my God, we finally found a place. Just let's just sign. Yeah, but well, they, they should. We definitely encourage that. Um, to go very carefully through the contract. There's quite a lot of risks uh, involved in pre-sale condos in particular. Condos can take up to two years to, to get built or more. So a lot of things can change, and it's important that um, consumers, be, before deciding to go that route, really understand what uh, the consequences might be, what the risks are, and also what their rights are. And they can do that by looking through uh, the contract. Not all the contracts are the same, but they have these clauses in them that are mandated by government um, to be included. And um, those are all on the HRA website as well. And go through it with a lawyer. Make sure that you really I, understand yes. uh, what you're looking at. That's the big takeaway I hear. Now, what's, what's the webpage again for people to get more information about this, Wendy? It's hcraontario.ca. All right, and a lot of the stuff we've just covered here will be there, and there's some uh, some links uh, that they can get some more information on that. And, and as you mentioned, I think one of the takeaways here is anybody who thought before, I'll just sign on, what could possibly go wrong? Well, a lot of stuff can go wrong, which is why uh, when you're getting involved in any kind of a real estate purchase, they're probably one of the biggest investments, if not the biggest investment you're going to make. Uh, get legal advice. Talk to a lawyer who knows something about real estate law and about contracts uh, before you jump into something like this to try to protect yourself. Good advice. Uh, Wendy, thank you so much uh, for jump, jumping in today. I, I know a lot of people are concerned about this as uh, we look at a, a very tentative uh, real estate industry these days. Hopefully things are going to even out just a little bit later on. But in the meantime, uh, I think we got some good advice from you on, on this particular issue. Thanks for this and uh, thanks for spending some time with us today. Thanks so much, Bill, for having me. Take care. Take care. Wendy Moriarty-Richardson, of course, CEO and the Registrar of the Home Construction Regulatory Authority, the HCRA. And they've got a webpage there that has all the information that we've just talked about. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.